We have gone long enough without talking about the actual story of the weekend. <sighs> the AFC. What a weekend, man. What a freaking weekend. That game last night was the uh, one of the top five greatest NFL game ever. I couldn't really enjoy it at the time, so I had to go back this morning and watch the condensed version of it. And how bad did you hate the condensed version? Well, I loved it, except for they didn't show the first, they didn't show early downs for some reason on the condensed version for like the first time ever. So then I went to watch the full version and I had to fast forward. Like they started 20 minutes before the broadcast. So I like got to see like the intros with like the Bills walking out. Cause I was watching, That's I mean, hard. after the NFC game, um, after that comeback by the Bucks, that failed comeback, obviously, I needed a little bit of a break. And so I paused you it for a couple a minutes. Break? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your heart was racing. Well, I had money on the Rams, yeah, and like course. the night before, I had a lot of money on the Packers. I had my fourteen to one Super Bowl future like ripped away from me. Right. And so, um, yeah, I needed I needed to take a deep breath after that one. I thought Brady was going to do it again. It did I, seem I like mean, it, didn't it? Yeah, and all those turnovers. So the Rams seemed like they didn't want to win it, but that's that. We'll talk about that next segment. Yeah, I mean, it was just that game was awesome though. Josh Allen, like you felt bad for whoever was going to lose that game, and also as cliche as it sounds, whoever had the ball last was going to win that game. And so I hate the overtime rule as a Green Bay Packer fan. You know, like Aaron Rodgers has lost plenty of games. There was the Seattle collapse in the NFC title game where they recovered the onside. Russell Wilson throws a touchdown pass. Rodgers doesn't get to touch the ball. And that's my problem. Like, I don't mind it in the regular season if that's going to be the overtime rule because you can't just keep playing and playing and playing because of player safety. You know what I I mean? I mean, that has to be something. In in the playoffs, I just want them to keep going. Like, I don't hate college overtime. Now I do because of that two-point rule. But I like just going back and forth until somebody makes a stop. I get why people don't like it. But in the NFL, I feel like Josh Allen gets an opportunity. He scores. You know, the Chiefs get the ball back. So we got this text today, which I thought was stunning because I didn't actually know that stat. But under the current overtime rules, there have been 11 overtime playoff games. Yeah. Teams that have won the overtime coin toss have a record of 10-1 and one in those games. That's a 90.9% winning percentage. Only team to ever lose was the Saints in 2018 NFC game against the Rams. Seven of those 10 teams scored in the sudden death touchdown on the opening drive. That is sick. That is gross. And Josh Allen, all I could think about was like Josh Allen sitting in his bed or laying in his bed being like, why didn't I just say heads? Right. And that's what sucks. Like he made the right call. Tails never fails until it fails. Sickening. He lost both coin tosses, and that was literally the only two mistakes that he made the entire game. He yeah. had very few incompletions in that game. I and mean, it's funny you're going up against a team. He was who, a legend. They they literally wanted that rule, like they wanted new overtime rules. The Chiefs did. I mean, they, Andy Reid. Yep. Andy yep. Reid. A couple they, years ago. A couple yep. years ago, they yep. went into those rooms, those meetings, and said overtime rules have to change because they've been on that side. And then for this game that we saw that last night to end that way. Four lead changes, 25 points in the final, 154 regulation, seven combined touchdowns. That's sick. It's a classic game, and now you you feel robbed as a fan, and I know some of the players feel robbed that they didn't get to go out there and continue to be as great as they were on the Buffalo side, but you feel robbed as a game that's going back and forth like that. To, yeah. you know Whoever gets the ball first is the last we're going to see of them if they score a touchdown. It, it, it's, it's rough. The crazy thing to me is it's like you gave Pat Mahomes 13 seconds, which is fine. That's like that's the way that the cookie crumbles. Is it fine? Because they put like the problem they, to they me was they could have put the floor, the, the ball on the ground and yeah, wasted like half of it. Yeah, that's kind of kind of what I think is like you, you should have been squib yeah. kicking. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. You have 13 seconds. You you use seven seconds of that with a squib kick. Like they're not even probably going to try to really return it. Tyreek Hill tried, wasn't on the field. Yeah, that, for the last Hill, two. Yeah. For the last, that's two. the thing, right? Yeah. And then you've got literally what they'll probably try to like hook and ladder or something like that. 
will probably not even try to hook and ladder. They'll probably just try to fall on it and give yeah. their, give their offense the ball. Give Mahomes one, 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 one shot. shot. But instead, uh, Mahomes had more than one shot. That game is crazy. In the final two minutes of regulation overtime, Mahomes was 10 of 13 for 188 yards, two touchdowns, one the game winner to Kelsey and the other for 64 That's yards sick. to Tariq Hill in the fourth I, quarter. I got to say this, like the squib kick thing, like, okay, I'm actually fine with the decision that they made, but here's the problem that I have. I wouldn't have rushed Why four. Rush I mean, I'm anyone? rushing two and I'm dropping guys back. Like you give, yeah. okay, so you give Tyreek Hill, he has that 19-yard completion, but then Travis Kelsey, like right there, 25 yards, and I just, I don't know what the hell they were doing right there. Why are you rushing four when it's Patrick Mahomes in that situation? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just let him have as much time as he needs to throw and, like, literally cover everyone. Just make sure everybody's accounted for. Just make sure everyone's accounted for. He's just going to scramble around, which is going to take time off the clock. Man. It's one shot. If you squish kick it, they fall on, and then you don't, and then you don't rush four, then. It was just it, it's I mean, one shot Hail Mary and then you go to overtime. Andy Reid knows no, that. No, not even overtime. Like you win. Or you win the game. Yeah. yeah Pat Mahomes win. knows that. Andy Reid knows everybody knows that. It was just it was just so crazy the way that it goes down. And like that that happens to guys like Mahomes, guys like Brady, you know. And... I think it would have happened as well to Josh Allen. We saw what happened oh, with him. Yeah. Literally fourth and twelve, Tutty, like Gabriel Davis. First time ever anyone's had four touchdowns in a playoff game. Yeah. That's sick. Like, Gabriel Davis is better than every single wide receiver on the Dallas Cowboys. 201 receiving yards, You're better than four touchdowns, yeah. ties Al Bundy's record from when he was at Polka High. Like, he was ridiculous in that game. And the other thing was, that's it was a, like... Um, that's a love and marriage. What's the name of that? Married with Children. Married with Children reference. White white show. Um, yeah, I didn't even know it was yeah, a reference. Yeah, I thought he was just talking. That is. In, in the, but, but the routes, like, when when like when like he <laughs> saw... Like, the routes Gabe Davis was running, too. Bruh. Like, he murdered a man on that he field. Said, that guy, that guy just like went down like, oh man. I've never seen a head fake as good on a post. Like but, I've never seen a post route run like that and, in my life. That you know was wonderful. You know what's the craziest thing is I had the over and I was thinking, yeah. okay, th- this is dead. And then the last four drives, 25 points in two minutes. Like you may never see that again in an NFL game. No. That was like Madden. Wasn't like that was like, the end of a Madden game. Do you remember when Reggie Miller scored like nine or 11 points in 10 like seconds. 10 Kept seconds. Kept stealing the inbound pass yeah. and then hitting the corner it's, threes against. That yeah. was better like than that, that or, Tr- or Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Remember Tracy, Tracy McGrady? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, like you and the thing was like this whole weekend though, you saw Brady and Rogers lose, but then you had that performance from Mahomes and Josh Allen. And I've, Kept thinking, like, when I'm watching that game, I'm like, here's Brady Manning. Like, here's the new quarterback rivalry. And then also, um, you know, on Saturday, the early game, you saw Joe Burrow knock off the Titans. So it's like, okay, so maybe Brady and Rodgers, like, both are considering retirement. I think both will most likely be back. But now you kind of have that, like, even my wife said this. She watched the games with me, and she's like, man, I feel like we're watching, like, the new era of quarterbacks. And this is what's cool about this is, like, because my wife was a big Peyton Manning fan. And it's like kind of depressing when you lose guys like Brady, Manning, yeah. the guys like Philip Rivers yeah. that we grew up watching. It's funny that I throw Philip Rivers in there, but he was around it's forever. Still, yeah. And Drew now, Brees. like, here's this new crop. Like, there's Burrow, there's Josh Allen, and there's Mahomes. And, like, they're bigger, faster, and stronger than any, like, group of quarterbacks we've ever seen. They're like, like these guys were the leading rushers for their teams last night, But too. they're also <laughs> playing in an era now where it's more advantageous to True. be an offensive player because yeah. now, like, when Peyton was throwing the guys back in his prime and so with Tom Brady, he had, like, Sean Taylor coming across the field. You he couldn't could take, throw the middle of the ball. Yeah, you could take, field, take yeah. your guy out for a month, let alone that play. So now, like, guys can go up in the middle of the field, and if you do dare hit a guy helmet to helmet or blow him up like you used to see, you know – you're you're out you're the out. game. You're you're ejected. So now it's just, of course, the points are going to continue to uh, go through the roof as we continue to move through this new phase of player safety in the NFL. But man, that matchup was incredible. And I know for one, if you are a fan of the Cleveland the Cleveland Browns, the Denver Broncos, the Colts, or the New York Jets or the Giants, 
you are sick because of the fact that Josh Allen was passed on by five teams yeah, man. in the 2018 draft. Cleveland passed on him twice. Broncos, Colts in both New York teams. Every one of those teams. That's sick. But the Colts has changed head coaches and GMs since then. And that was 2018. Josh Allen just went toe-to-toe with that. With, that was it, legendary. With Pat Mahomes. It, it was legendary. And it was funny because my analysis of the game all week long was this. I think the better team on paper, of course, the Buffalo Bills. The oddsmakers told you it's a one-and-a-half-point spread on neutral field. Of course, the Bills get the edge. My only breakdown to why the Chiefs could win is because, number one, do you really want to be a team that has to step in front of Mahomes and the Chiefs in their return to the Super Bowl? They've been there two years in a row. They won the first one, lost the second one. And this whole year was about getting back. You get a better offensive line, which could be debated however you want to debate it. But they have home foot advantage. The way this second half of the season went for them, they turned a corner. They stopped turning the ball over. They played better. Their defense stepped up. Like, if it, on paper, it doesn't really make sense. But then, when you look at this in the grand scheme of things, Mahomes, Andy Reid, that team from top to bottom, they've been there before. They're at the crib. Of course, if it were to, if it were to happen, which it did, it wouldn't surprise me. And that's what happened last night. And it was everything that all of us was were expecting to see. If you're on the under, I know it's probably a contrarian play because other than that, nothing on paper, numbers, uh, even if you watch the film, told you that the under was the right play. But you're just like, okay, that number's kind of high. Let's just fade the public here. But that game was amazing. Yeah, I think the thing that was, like, interesting is we wondered, okay, how uh, how would it be different without Tredavious White on the field? And, like, I think it was a huge difference. Oh, yeah. And then without Tyron Matthew, when he went down with the concussion, yeah. I think that changed everything in terms of how the Bills could operate, like, effectively in the middle of the field. And then on top of that, like, there's been a lot of Josh Allen, not slander, like, over the year, but, like, oh, well, ha- has he regressed? And, like, it, he's not the same player that he was last year when he was, like, playing like an MVP. Is he going to be able – was that, like, a fluky year? It's like, tons of haters. Yeah. Tons of haters. Those two games, the perfect game uh, against the Patriots and the game against the Chiefs, nine touchdowns in two games, I think you can solidly say he is everything and more than advertised, and he can do it in the postseason. He's not just a regular season quarterback. I mean, think about the parallels between him and the 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 quarterback he just went up against in mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes. Both of those teams, the Bills and the Chiefs, had had – Moments in time throughout this year where people are like, they're overrated. They're not as good as they used to be. Their quarterbacks try to do too much. They don't have enough this. They don't have enough that. They just put on the best performance of the year. And we still have two more games to go. In, well, actually, no. What? Two, four, five more games to go in the playoffs, right? Three. Or no, three more three games more to go. Three more games to go. Yeah. In the playoffs. Three more. Cop, yeah, finals and Wish then the Super Bowl. I wish I had five more games. Yeah, Josh Allen, man. And the funny thing is he was a two-star recruit when he went to Wyoming. Two-star recruit. And, like, when he was there, I was always like, okay, here's a running quarterback. He's got a cannon for an arm, but he's, like, the most inaccurate quarterback ever. And I remember because I was betting on him all the time. And uh, now, all of a sudden, like, last year, I've never seen a quarterback just, like, change his accuracy. Like, he was the most accurate quarterback in the league. Then this year, there was a little bit of regression, which was to be expected because, I mean, Stephon Diggs didn't have the same type of year. In fact, Stephon Diggs was pretty much invisible yesterday. It was the Gabe Davis show. Until Until he he took out that fan. That was awesome. That was awesome. All this being said, great win for the Chiefs. I was rooting for the Bills and Josh Allen. I want... Joey Burrow Same. to knock off the Chiefs because I can't stand Patrick Mahomes' fiance. Is it his wife now? She was dumping champagne all over people. She was. Jackson was doing his TikToks. Give me Joe Cool. I love this Bengals team. In fact, I said well, Joe um, Burrow I'm adopting make it him to as the my game? 
Nine sacks, by the way. Nine sacks. This was the most physical week, and I know we're going to talk about the NFC, but that Packers-San Francisco game, even though my team lost, it's a game I'll have to go back and watch because that was the most physical game. Like, everybody from San Francisco would walk over to that sideline, like Kittle, Debo. They were injured, man. They were getting hit in the cold weather. But Joey Burrow taking nine sacks and winning that game, I would have wanted to be anywhere else on the planet. I don't know if I would have been able to continue. He kept getting back up. Does it surprise either one of you that the spread is seven and a half in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs? Not really, but I am going, well, we'll save that. I may have to bet the Bengals. I think it's like slightly surprising only based around how that game ended the last time around. Bengals beat them, yeah. Yeah, the Bengals beat them, and they beat them in sort of like a very interesting last-second way. And so maybe they think, well, this version of the Chiefs is humming, and they're at home, and yada, yada, but like... There's a little bit of shade on the on the Cincinnati Bengals right now. I'm, I'm gonna, done betting against. I'm going to show my hand. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> if on I'm, the Chiefs. I'm not betting against this team that's trying to get back to the Super Bowl. Fair, the Chiefs. Fair. I'm sorry. Fair. Hey, Burrow, you guys have a long time to be great. <laughs> but after what I saw over the weekend, give me the Chiefs.